Welcome to the Real Film Junkies podcast. We gotta be quiet here. The movie's about to start. Dude, you're you're talking now. You're the one interrupting everything. I, I don't care. It's just the opening title scene. We could talk through that. Fi fine, whatever, whatever. We'll be right back. Show's about to start. Welcome to the Real Film Junkies podcast. Aquaman looks like the real deal. I mean, yes. it, you know, I the, film has the first time that I saw it, I was a you know, mixed reactions. Right? Every time that I've seen it since, I've probably seen it four or five times since. It just keeps getting better and better. If they're going to do right by the character, they should Marvel make Studios it a lot really more adult than just right a PG-13 movie. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It also doesn't help that Batista had made that threat that if James Gunn doesn't come back, he will walk away after Guardians 3. The Real Film Junkies Podcast. And welcome to the Real Film Junkies podcast. Uh, here with your host, uh, Nick Paulus, and to the right of me is Connor Sisnick. How are yes. you doing today, Connor? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing today, ma'am? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Uh, well, we are actually going to be, get uh, be getting back into uh, the fold here for us. Uh, it's been a while since we did one of these uh, podcasts. Yes, roughly six months, wow. give or take. It's been six months, man. Well, we've been saying we uh, we should bring this podcast back to life. Did you say what our podcast was? Yes, Real Film Junkies Podcast. Okay. Yeah, I'm just so used to <laughs> our other show, which is the Biggie and Small Show on NorthCoastUnderground.com, if you want to check that out. Where the underground starts with you, shameless plug. Yes. Well, <laughs> no shame. No shame at all. No shame at all. Well, today we are actually going to be leaving off where we uh, are, you know, starting up where we left off before with our very last podcast that, you know, Connor said that we did about six months ago, which has been just a crazy long time there for us. But, uh, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Between life and school and everything else, tend to uh, forget other things like this podcast. Right. Well, uh, we, you know, better late than never, I say. So uh, let's hop right back into where we left off. The last time that we spoke to everyone was we were going over the uh, Infendi Wars trailer, and the movie was just about to drop. I think it was dropping like that night. It was. It was dropping that night. And we had come up with a couple of crazy sort of theories and you know just uh you know who would die who we expected to die and man were we ever so yeah. wrong we were so wrong on that but you know let's uh, let's hop back into this um you know let let's go over the uh, Marvel Infendi Wars movie. Yes. Uh movie came out in uh what was that that was a uh, May is that right? Yes. Yeah. They, and they kind of booked the entire month of May for most of their big blockbuster movies, Disney and Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they came out with that. They came out with Solo. Uh, Deadpool came out right after all of this was going down. So, oh, yeah. you know, now that Deadpool is a part of the Disney Corporation, which is just a weird thing to think about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's uh, jump right into the uh, nitty gritty, the details. Let's uh, get all that out of the way just so we can sure. move forward for the rest of the time talking about what we predict is going to happen moving forward. All right, uh, so box office uh, hits uh, on IMDb, it scored a 8.6 out of 10, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Ryan Tomatoes gives it a 84% on the tomato meter and audience scored it at a 91. Which is a huge, huge call. Uh, you know, I mean, Marvel normally does get really high ratings. You know, it's directed, you know, amazingly. And 
there's just so much action, comedy, drama, all wrapped up into all of these different Marvel movies oh, that yes. you really can't take your eyes off of it. I'm surprised I still haven't bought the movie yet because it's already out on DVD. I just I can't afford it right now, so I'm just going to wait until uh, Black Friday. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Yes. Um, but, yeah, let's go over some of those uh, main main points of the movie. Um, you know, you, you stated the ratings. Yeah. Uh, why, don't, why don't you give your rating of the movie? Where Where does this rank for you? Oh, gosh. Well, the first Avengers movie will always be number one for me. Okay. Um, I want to put this one at maybe two or three. Okay. All right. So it's right up there. So give me your top three then. Okay. It would be the first Avengers movie. Oh, gosh. And then this movie and then what else? Yeah. This movie and it would either be Winter Soldier or uh, Guardians. uh, Guardians 1, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guardians Two was a good movie. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't great. And it was a more. The second movie. Avengers movie was good. The same, but it's, same sort of thing. Yeah, it, it'd probably be like top five or top yeah. ten. I think for me, this ranks up there. It, whenever I initially saw it, I was stunned by all of the characters that they killed off. You know, in in every one that oh, they killed God, off. Yeah. God, it was awesome. But I wasn't really sure how to feel about it until I saw it like another two times. It, it took me I about probably three saw times. It maybe two or three times as well. It took me about three times to fully understand everything and fully grasp everything that was going down for it. I think that as my favorite movie, I'm going to go with Guardians. Okay. Still, that's still my go-to favorite movie. But as a movie all to itself, taking out my fandom for it, this movie's up there. I think this movie's probably. I could watch this movie. You know, once a week, which you can't really do with movies nowadays. You know, yeah, like, like you see it, it and you're like, okay, I saw that, but yeah, I just watched that the other day. I could watch Guardians, you know, or I, I'm sorry, I could watch Guardians and uh, Infinity, Infinity Wars, Wars uh, you know, a good amount of times. Okay, and, and I have ever since it came back out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a fantastic movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, some of the main points we really thought whenever I was listening to the uh, podcast. Uh, that we did previously. Okay. We had talked about, you know, who's going to die. Is Tony going to die? Is Cap going to die? You know, yeah, who, because who we because the... we all knew that they were signing oh, signing out their contracts to leave right. uh, the franchise. Right. And we... Boy, were we wrong. Were we ever so wrong. But almost happened. I mean, almost the movie's happened. already out on DVD. Are we allowed to give spoilers? Absolutely. If you're turning into this, yeah. you better already know. Plus... With all the box office numbers that they have yeah, on this. Which I haven't even gone over yet. Right. Oh, well, let, let's throw it out there right now. All right. So the estimated budget of the movie was $321 million. Yeah, oh, million. Yeah. dollars. Uh, opening weekend in U.S., it made at made $257,698,183. Sorry, $183. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> almost reached their budget, and that's not including U.S. gross or worldwide gross. Right. U.S. gross, it made, as of today, $678 million, sorry, $678,815,482 mm-hmm. dollars. Worldwide gross, it has made oh dear God two billion four 
$46,470,714. That is a very large number. And I'll tell you how large it is. It is now the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, It is just behind uh, Avatar, still number one, which I don't think that's ever going to be topped at $2.7 million. Uh, Titanic, actually... Is, I thought it uh, beat Titanic. It beat Titanic domestically. Oh, okay. so that's where that's where, that's where it comes into play. So Titanic's still number two. Uh, uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens is number three, uh, and then it is at number four. It's currently at number four, and it's going to stay at number four because its box office run is done uh, now. And it is uh, it has beaten out the next couple of movies down below it is Jurassic World at five, Marvel's The Avengers, so the original Avengers movie, of course, at six, then Fast and Furious Seven. Fast and Furious Seven was a good movie, that was the last one with Paul Walker, that, and yep. it's, I can understand why it's right broke top 10. And then right after that is Age of Ultron, so Avengers 2. So you're seeing a theme. You yes, know, every Avengers movie, every Avengers movie that comes out is going to be a top ten movie, and then uh, number uh, nine is Black Panther, which actually domestically beat um, uh, beat Avengers. It it had seven hundred oh, million, okay. so it's the highest grossing movie domestically this year. Is is Black Panther, um, which grossed uh, about one point three billion total. Uh, there uh, for us in, in its whole run, and then number ten, rounding out the uh, top ten there for us is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, uh, part two. So you know that is you know the whole domestic run, the whole grossing run, uh, really for them. But it is just such a fantastic movie. And once again, the main point about you know going over that money situation: if it made over two billion dollars, yeah, we're gonna go over. They, the they, movie they because obviously you've did something right. This. Yeah, if you're clicking onto this podcast, you've seen the movie. You just want the details on what we think of it. I'm assuming, and you know. You know what it means, you know, if you assume. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> but, you know, I am going to safely assume that. So, you know, let, let's go over some of the talking points. We thought Cap was going to die. We thought, we knew Tony was going to die. We had a feeling, you know, that, uh, I mean, we, you know, we just started thinking of all these different people that were going to die. Yeah. The only two people that we got right that were going to die was Gamora. And I came up with my wild card, which was Spider Man. As, I, as I've been saying since day one I saw this movie, I am currently in mourning until Avengers 4. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, once again... I will stay in mourning until Avengers 4. And and we are going to be a little, you know, it, it's so weird to see Spider-Man vanish. I teared Just, up every yeah. time. Th- that's not the one that got me. The one that got me was Black Panther. Black Panther vanishing, you know, going like, this is not a place where we die. And, and then just poof, poof, gone. And then uh, The Bucky one was also hard as well. Bucky, Bucky was tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Bucky was tough, but Bucky set the trend for it, so it got me, it got me hyped because I'm like, okay, not everyone's going to vanish. So what's all going to happen? And it was it, a hard one as and well. And it did follow it did follow the game plan. So whenever Thanos snapped, you started you had no idea what was going to happen. You know, if, if you remember, that's what you know, he goes you should have went for the head. And it went it it, it looked like yeah. a flash of light. So you're like 
did everything just end? Like, what just happened? And then it goes through Thanos' dream state, and you just see a young Gamora say, did did you do it? Yeah, well, yep. and what you had to sacrifice, yeah, well, everything. Everything. And then it brings you right back into what what's all going down. Is the Infendi gauntlet just all smoked up and, and you know, completely busted. Yeah, and because Thor it had just looks six Infendi sto- stones on it. That, that gauntlet wasn't made to handle all six powers at once. Well, and, and the next thing you see is Thor looking just befuddled is the, probably the best word oh, for yeah. it. Just looking around like, what just happened? What did you do? Which is what he tells Thanos. What did you do? What did you do? And Thanos, you know, once again, you know, just popped out. Yeah, dips out, goes to his little vacation house on some planet. Yeah, the the space space stone sends him out and uh, drops Thor's, uh, uh, not not hammer, uh, what is it? Axe. Uh, Yeah, his, his axe is Stormbreaker. Uh, drop Stormbreaker, and then all you see is death everywhere. Yeah, so much yeah, pretty, death, pretty much. Yeah, Steve Rogers. So, Steve Rogers pops up, and he's like, "What just happened? Did you know wh- what's going on?" And then you see Bucky, and then you see Bucky start to vanish. Hey, I'm not. What, what's going on? Poof, gone. People start going left, right. Poof, 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 poof. And the coolest thing about that is that once you see them go, you immediately know that. Half of the world and half of the universe is going to be gone in a mere seconds. Oh, yeah. Which uh, there's two interesting things that um, that I have uh, to bring up. One is an older one, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows about by now. But one was also a newer thing that was brought to my attention. The first one is obviously Spider-Man's death. The reason why his lasted longer than everybody else's, which if you haven't already seen the memes or heard about them, you're going to find out now, is because of his spidey sense. It gave him a forewarning that, hey, something's happening to your body. Start freaking out. Like, something's not right here. And then, which gave him the initial time to tell Tony Stark, hey, I'm not feeling right. I'm freaking out. I don't want to die. And then seconds later, poof. Like, that's why his death lasted longer than everybody else's was because his because his spidey sense was able to no- figure out what was happening to him before okay. it, and, and he realized it himself. And, and what's the second thing? The Like you said, half of the universe was wiped out. That means approximately 50% of the human race on Earth is still alive. Mm-hmm. That is now initially in- incorrect. Because if you think about it, what about people who were flying airplanes? Sure. Or well, people, we saw the helicopter a, falling from the yes, sky. Yes, or people, or doctors doing life-saving surgeries, or people oh, man, running nuclear crazy. power plants. It is estimated that it's not just fifty percent of the hu- human population on Earth that died, but roughly sixty percent because he snapped his fingers. And those people that are doing those mundane jobs, like mm-hmm. flying uh, he- helicopters sure. and airports, uh, and planes, and doing surgeries and running uh, power plants and things of those sure. matters that require your attention, those people are now gone, or at least half of them. So those people that are now doing that, that are now being affected by it, are going to die. That's a good point. That That's actually a really good point. I didn't even think about all of that. I mean... That we, was brought up to me, like, maybe, like, last week. And I was like, 
the one crap. thing that got me because I I read it and they were saying and the directors actually came out and said it as well. Not only did Thanos' snap destroy the human race or aliens or you know like people uh you know people in general you know and I'm generalizing yeah. but it also killed the animals too. Okay. It took away 50% of the animal life as well, which if you think about it, it does animal life also mean like are, are we talking like vegetation as well? Because I mean, you you think about trees; those are living organisms. Oh, yeah. Does it take away fifty percent so of the so, trees? So let's as well? roughly assume most fifty percent of living organisms and, in the universe. Right, and the directors, the Russo brothers, you know, they came out and they said that it did take away fifty percent of the animals as well. They never really said anything about the vegetation aspect of it, which makes sense. Uh, you know, because that would just be way too hard to kind of explain and, you know, go into detail on that. So, but you're looking at 50% and, and you're right. I mean, the way that Thanos' whole thing, you know, like the 50%, you know, and you're talking about 60% of people possibly dying. Yeah, just because of the aftermath of like planes right. crashing into buildings, but this, people doing, doing surgeries that now can't do them because they're gone and those people on the die. Right. But the way that Thanos's snap works and from what I've been reading, the way that Thanos's snap works, it's that half of the entire universe is gone and it's not and it's not based on wealth, it's not based on anything. It's just completely random. So technically what it could mean is if there's a planet and this didn't happen obviously because you saw people vanishing but if there was a planet uh, planet earth which holds seven and a half billion people and let's say there's planet earth 2 somewhere out in the universe that holds 7.2 billion or, or seven and a half billion as well they it could technically mean that planet 2 could be completely wiped away and then planet earth could still remain the same because it's completely random it's not just, okay, planet Earth, Earth 1, you know, you're now down to 3.5. Earth 2, you're down to 3.5. It's completely random. So there could be more people that vanish from Earth than, let's say, Earth 2. Okay. You know, so it, it's kind of a weird sort of mindset, but it, it's, it's uh, you know, that was confirmed as well. So it's just something that it, it kind of makes you think, you know. Okay. It, but I really like, I really like what you brought up. With the whole, you know, planes and and, uh, and and doctors saving lives and nuclear power plants and you know everything like that because it gives you the mindset of one person changes everything. Oh yeah. You know? So and and obviously Thanos changed and everything. That's not just Thanos. also including you know people who are driving to work and in cars with their families and kids Which and is, all of a sudden you they saw fly Nick Fury off of a, get into the accident at the very end and. Yeah, so like all those people that were affected by that as well. Yep. Um, another interesting concept as well, which is a newer thing that I thought about because of new information with DC, uh, with Disney. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying DC. <laughs> with Disney buying 21st Century Fox and now owning X Men and all of them, mm -hmm. that they are going to incorporate and bring in X Men into the MCU. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, my, uh, my honest belief is is that uh, after Avengers 4 and they restore the universe, that there's going to be some sort of random change. They didn't exactly do it right, and there is a mutation, and that's how we are going to get the X-Men and how a percentage of the popula human population now are mutants. Hmm. And that would be pretty cool. Because that would that, be the only real way to 
to logically bring in the X-Men is that when they brought back the the other half of the universe, they didn't exactly do it right, mm-hmm. do it correctly for the humans, and now they have mutants. Yeah, I mean, that would be a little bit tougher. I mean, I, I would enjoy, you know, seeing that as well, but I think that that would be a little bit tougher to explain because how are you going to explain, like, Charles Xavier? Well, realize that he did it with all six stones. One of them is, two of them is reality and time. So sure. in that they could change reality and time to where mutate, where mutants have been a part of the gen, uh, the MCU since the start of World War II mm-hmm. or whatever. And right. then Professor Xavier is now a part of the MCU because they changed not they didn't just bring everybody back, but they changed time and reality. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you brought up time and reality because uh, the next thing that I'd like to talk about right now is kind of what's next uh, for Marvel. We know, obviously, Captain Marvel is going to be coming up. That's going to be based in the 90s yes. there for us, which I thought one of the coolest things about the Captain Marvel trailer is how 90s are we going to get for this movie? Crashes and the very right first scene. Crashes right into a blockbuster. You can't get more 90s than that. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed that. Um, it, what I think is going to be going on with Captain Marvel is you're going to see the whole, uh, you're just going to see the whole buildup of, you know, obviously Captain Marvel. And we're going to see exactly how she saves the universe, how Nick Fury gets, you know, involved in everything. It, it, Nick Fury even in, you know, in the trailer said, you know, if, you know, I, I was planning on quitting today until yeah. I met you, you know, and then, you know, it just kind of goes into the whole startup of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, well, just S.H.I.E.L.'s getting everything Well, S.H.I.E.L.'s been around since well, the end but, of World War II, I, I, but obviously, like, it progressing into what it is that we know. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, getting it into, you know, because obviously Captain America is, you know, the first Avenger and, you know, Peggy Carter started S.H.I.E.L.D. and, yeah. you know, everything like that. But, you know, you don't think of... People, you know, in the 80s and 90s, you know, for what they're, you know, really looking for. And then you have Captain Marvel show up, you know, out of nowhere in the 90s. And then, you know, everything just kind of snowballs into Iron Man and then Hulk and, you know, everything, you know, just goes on and on and on for the, you know, Marvel, you know, cinematic universe and getting that all started. But what what do you think is going to happen, not just for Captain Marvel, but what do you think is going to happen four? for Phase 4? Yeah, for uh, Avengers well, 4. There's a lot of talk going around, obviously. Um, reportedly, uh, there's a talk of a fourth Thor movie, so mm-hmm. we're not 100% sure if uh, Chris Hemsworth is actually leaving or not. I, I heard that he does want to make that happen. Yeah, so... We're kind of just leaving that out there in the open to see what happens. Reportedly as well, uh, uh, at the top of Disney and Marvel's list is that they want to do a solo Loki movie and a solo uh, Scarlet Witch movie. So that would definitely be interesting. I think also depending on how Avengers 4 goes, they could also do a Nova movie. Which um, Nova Prime? Yeah, because Nova Prime was obviously destroyed. Uh, they they could incorporate no uh, a Nova movie where a lone surviving Nova uh, officer makes his way to Earth and trains a young ch- 
a teenager or a young adult to take up the mantle and be a NOVA officer to protect Earth. So there's always that. There, there's definitely a possibility of that there. Um, I believe they're doing a third Guardians movie, from my understanding as well. Well, your guess is as good as mine right now, because as soon as the whole James Gunn fiasco mm-hmm. all went down, everyone's starting to jump ship on that. Um, they actually, I actually read somewhere today that uh, people were thinking that Bradley Cooper could direct it. Because okay. he, he's wanting to get into the whole directing role now. And he's him and Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, are very similar whenever it comes to all this. Because they both really want to get out of the spotlight. And they really want to force themselves into becoming directors. Which, you know, hey, more power to you if you okay. can become a uh, you know great director. I think that Bradley Cooper had already come out and said that he doesn't want to do that. You know, he he doesn't want to be involved in that. He wants to do his little indie movies and you know just get it all set up that way, just like Chris Evans. So I highly doubt that that's all going to go down. They were talking about getting Thor's director, uh, the Thor Ragnarok's okay. uh, director, and getting that all going. But you know, once again, your guess is as good as mine. But what do you think is going to? How do you think that they bring back? Because worst kept secret you know, is that all these people are going to be back. Doctor Strange is going to be back because yeah. they're going to make Doctor Strange 2. Uh, we Spider-Man already know of a for a second uh, Spider-Man movie in the works. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you know, so we already know all this is going down. Worst kept secret in, in the Marvel Universe is that all these people are going to be coming back. How do you think that they come back, though? Uh, I have a theory, and let me okay, just throw this out to you. Yeah. yeah. Let me throw this out to you. So what I have a theory is is that you see everyone die and and Tony's on uh, God, what's that plan? Titan. Titan, thank you. Tony's on Titan with Nebula. They find a way to get back because if yeah, you there's remember, a, Nebula there's some crashes so, the plane into Thanos. Yeah, so, the, but th- that's his home world. He, there has to be more than one ship. Right. So what I'm thinking is that they find their they find their way back to Earth, and I don't think that it takes, you know, forever, years, or or anything like that. I think that they get back relatively quickly, but I think that with the help of the quantum realm... Yeah, uh, that we saw in Ant-Man and Wasp. Which we saw in Ant-Man and Wasp. I think Tony finds a way to turn that into time travel. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's, you know, possible... Uh, pictures out there, and uh, oh, the, the, there are leaked photos, leaked and photos and stuff that show, you know, Tony looking older with Ant Man in what looks to be the devastation of New York, the attack on New York. Yeah, the first Avengers movie. Right. Which the only reason why we say that is because we've not seen uh, Chris Evans uh, in his looking. In his uh, first Captain America Avengers uh, suit. Right. And, you know, there's pictures of Loki. There's pictures. There's a lot of pictures out there. So what I'm going to safely assume is that somehow Tony, and it probably takes him a couple of years. Yeah, that's why he looks a little bit older. Takes Yeah, takes him a little bit, you know, takes him a little bit uh, uh, of time to figure out the time travel aspect of it. Him and Scott, you know, Ant-Man, head back in time. They go to the Avengers. They band them all together. I think that they actually talk to Loki as well. Yeah, and they, they tell they Loki, "Hey, man, you know, I'm telling you, on the same page. I'm going to tell you right now, Loki. If you do this for Thanos, you're going to die. 
you know, like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a very bloody death for e- you. Exactly. You know, you're going to get choked out by Thanos. Yeah. You, you want to be king of Asgard? There is no Asgard where I, from the timeline I'm in. E- exactly. Now, I don't know how they're going to get to that point because Tony doesn't know that. Yeah. Tony doesn't know Loki's dead. Well, I guess he technically Chris, would uh, know because Thor, all, Thor Thor is still alive, so well, he could but, uh, debrief him on everything that happened, at least in space. True. Yeah. Yeah. Thor Thor could tell him everything about that. Um, you know, I'm sure the Hulk, you know, talked to you know talked to him whenever he came back down and crashed into Doctor Strange's place. But I think that you're going to see time travel involved, and you're going to see them all go back in time and just try and reboot everything. Yeah. So, but. You and I talked about this. If they do the time travel aspect, that could change everything. Yeah, which is that why I also could, think how they could bring off. in bring in the X Men and the mutants and everything, changing the timeline itself. Right, because you know, Avengers, the set. I'm sorry, the very first Avengers was set six years after, uh, six years before this movie. Yeah. So you see everything go down with uh, with everything like that. It's just, it's going to happen. We, yeah. we know it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, we, we know some form of time travel is going to happen because we've already seen the leaked photos. My thing is, which I brought up to you and our buddy from school here, uh, Matt, that if they do the time travel, one thing I would absolutely love to see, which would be an homage back to the first Spider-Man movie, would be because uh, Peter Parker's death affected him so deeply that in his grief, that when he goes back in time, he goes to see young Peter Parker just to make sure that he's okay and hmm. who answers the door Ben Parker who play and playing <laughs> him would be the first uh, Spider-Man <laughs> Tobey Maguire yeah Tobey Maguire Toby I think Maguire that would be would awesome be all of a sudden he knocks on the door and who opens would be Tony Mag- uh, uh, Toby. Uh, yeah, yeah, Toby McGuire playing uh, Ben Parker that would be pretty cool I-, I would love seeing that I mean I don't think it'll happen but, but I think that that would, that be, would cool. be cool because they are a younger aunt and uncle, and Tobey Maguire would be old enough to play the uncle. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it's it's so crazy. All the different routes that you know Avengers could take, you know, us over the next two movies. I mean, it's it's gonna it's really fascinating as to see what's all gonna be happening for this, especially for Avengers four. Who's gonna live? Who's gonna die? Who who do you? We did this before. Who do you think's gonna live? Who do you think's gonna die in uh, Avengers Four? Well, about half of the universe is already gone, which means half of our heroes are already gone. Right. I think a good, maybe a good handful of them may not end up coming back. Like when they try to reset the timeline mm-hmm. and fix everything, I think a handful of them are just not gonna make it. Period. Okay. Um, well, give me an example. Heindal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he died gruesomely in right at the start. I don't think he's going to make a return back. Okay. Oh gosh. I don't know. There was a list of of people that IGN uh, released that I unfortunately didn't get a chance to watch that they confirmed uh, certain characters' deaths. Mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility that we're not going to see Gamora. I think Gamora is a good possibility a that, that we're not we're not going to see come back. However, I think who will die, or I say die, but I think that there's a possibility that Captain America is going to be killed off. And like I said, it well, for this with, movie, and and it didn't happen. So I mean, maybe he retires with uh, Peggy's 
you know, granddaughter. Yeah, but with Randy's. the whole time travel now aspect, they could just <laughs> as easily be like, hey, we've now just stopped the biggest threat to everything. Right. What we can do for you now send with you the power time. of time travel is we can send you back in time and you can live your life. But then how do you, like this with is, Peggy Carter. This is a little weird. He made out with Peggy's niece. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. They're about to do a whole. <laughs> there's nothing we can do about that. What, th- th- there's what, literally what nothing. They're about niece? to do a whole. What, what if that's his niece? Oh, God. Let's not get into the aspect of we're, it. This we're is in about some getting Game of Thrones get... stuff right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little weird. With the whole time travel aspect now in play, we're about to get into a whole X-Men's Days of Future Past where which the, tu- I... which the current timeline is about to be rewritten into a newer timeline. Right, and which is cool. I mean, I, It's going to be I, confusing I love... because now, be everything, confusing. now these other movies mean absolutely nothing moving forward. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's definitely out there. It's going to be such a crazy, crazy sort of thing to see uh, for all this, um, you know, coming up. I really think that, you know, once again, this this whole rating system of, of this movie, my rating on this movie, definitely a top top two movie for me oh, from, yeah, for Marvel. I'm going to give it a solid 9-3, you okay. know, for, for this you know, I, I think for me it's a nine three. I I still have Guardians as like a nine point five. It's probably the highest Guardians. Guardians is probably the highest ranked because it has great soundtrack. It has oh, yeah. great characters. Like the introduction of the characters. I'm not a huge intro movie sort of fan. Like the uh, Avengers, the first Avengers, or I'm sorry, not not the first Avengers, uh, but uh, Captain America, the first movie. I'm like, eh introduction to the character doesn't really get me it, it's a good yeah, movie you, but it's you, not you great you still need to introduce certain characters when you first bring them into a right. franchise Thor, same sort of thing the only one that really nailed it other than guardians was iron man iron man was like the one oh where yeah that's like, oh, because wow. that started the franchise itself right yeah but i i just think you know so it's a solid 9.3 for me uh how about you uh infinity wars for me wow um I'd probably put it at 9.3, 9.5. It's definitely okay. up there. I still say yeah. First Avengers is a 10 across the board for me. Okay. All right. Great. Well, I mean, you know, there you have it, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, this whole uh, podcast, you know, just going over, you know, the Real Film Junkies podcast is basically, you know, just to give you a little synopsis of it, uh, we're going to be talking about movies, you know, all all the time. You know, that's what we're really passionate yes, about. Yes, whether it is on our main show, which is the Biggie and Small Show on NorthCoastUnderground.com or over here on our podcast, that, that's just who we are. That's our dynamic. We yep. love movies. And we have no problem just sitting down and talking about them and figuring out every little bit of details and our own personal theories. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just put down a podcast, 35 minutes, just, you know, going over a sheet that says intro us to a podcast. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I, I think I think we're pretty comfortable in, yeah. uh, in, in saying that the Real Film Junkies podcast is back. It's going to be better than ever. And, you know, we're just happy that you guys were able to uh, take a listen to it. And uh, we're going to be back here next uh, next week. Uh, this is actually we're we're doing this right now on Thursday. Uh, we're gonna drop this on Friday, so uh, tomorrow you will see it. Uh, tomorrow is the twenty eighth, and the uh, next one that we're gonna be dropping is gonna be on October fifth. So we might be coming out with uh, maybe a little Halloween sort of special, okay, uh, sort of thing. So, but you know, we'll we'll talk yeah, about we'll, it this we'll, week. We'll and figure it uh, out. 
yeah, definitely yep. uh, what movie we'll be talking about next. We don't know just yet since we're coming back. Right. But we will let you all know. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, this has been The Real Film Junkies. Uh, thanks and have a great day. Later, people. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Junkies podcast. If you would like to follow our hosts on Twitter, follow Connor at Radio C Sisnick. That is R-A-D-I-O-C-S-I-S-U-N-I-K. Or you can follow Nick at C-L-E underscore Paulus, P-A-U-L-U-S. 